What's a vertical file? It's a library collection of small publications used to answer questions. On Vertical File, we talk about information and knowledge management in many different fields, covering the practical, the technical, and the philosophical. This is Vertical File by Sutron Global. Today we're joined by Tanya Anderson. Tanya is Sutron Global's Implementation Manager with over seven years of experience working with libraries, archives, knowledge, and information centers. Helping organizations achieve their goals through creative solutions is one of Tanya's core values. She previously worked with a large children's website for almost a decade, and she's used her experience understanding users' movements, needs, and wants to improve organizations' online user experience. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree from Simon Fraser University, and Tanya has combined her academic learnings with practical experience to help those around her succeed. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Absolutely. My pleasure. So I wanted to start out talking about what you do with Sutron. What's your role? And just kind of what's what's the scope of the way that you work with Sutron's clients? Right. So as an implementation manager, I do a couple of different things. I actually oversee all of the projects in general, but as a project manager myself, I actually take projects from start to finish and I'm the one who actually does the work of, you know, adjusting data, massaging it, getting it into the system, setting up the system. And so I go with the client from the beginning to the end. There's training involved, uh, portal dynamics and um, talking about user experience, all that fun stuff. So I actually deal with a ton of different things and have a bunch of different hats in that process. Okay, so it's it's largely practical applications for getting the software system information management system implemented so that clients can begin using it. Exactly. Perfect. And how have you experienced helping clients transition off of a legacy system? Where are the fault lines for that? What are the biggest challenges that a client might encounter? when they're trying to get off of that legacy system and into something a lot more streamlined, something that's going to change their workflows. Right. So a lot of what people experience is simply that in a legacy system, you've had data in there often for many years. And so now you're trying to move forward, but you have, if you had bad data, you know, at the beginning, you want to try to clean that up. You want to try to work through it. So the biggest thing that we do to help clients is just help them gently massage that information to standardize it, uh, put it into a better spot for them, and then also just advise them on what they're going to need so that we kind of future-proof it for them. You know, they can do lots of new things in Sutron. They're not stuck with whatever I set up for them. But, you know, we, we have, we're all busy. We have, you know, day jobs. And so it's my job to make sure that I help them get from A to B with as little pain as possible. Often a lot of the challenges are, like I said, you know, bad data from the old stuff, but also just simple errors that everybody makes, spelling mistakes, um, simple, uh, uh, you know, uh, entering data in the wrong field, things like that. So I'll often help them move the pieces around, um, set up the system in a way that tries to stop those things from happening and uh, puts them in a good place for the future. 
what are the tools that you usually have available to you to help with that process? You know, to, to, to look at any data, maybe analyze it, can it give you indications of where manual intervention is more helpful? Are there automated tools or systems? What does that look like for you all? Right. Well, I've got something called like first object editor, which allows me to actually find out every piece of data that is in any particular field. Um, so, you know, it gives me a really good idea if I'm trying to look at things like for controlled vocabularies, if I want to go down to a simple list instead of, you know, a full thesaurus or of, you know, controlled terms, um, then I'm able to see what the values are, where I need to standardize them, how I need to do it. There's also tools where I simply, I can break it down with XSL, they're called XSLT transforms, very un, <laughs> un, um, unexciting, but they allow me to pull bit different piece of, pieces of data out of the main set of the file, and then I can just work on those separately myself. And then finally, um, we work with things that are called regular expressions, which allow us just to manipulate those different pieces or pare them down into specific sections um and we have a little our tool developer who actually puts together tons of tools for us so that you know all of the different things i encounter over the years i can use those throughout time to help everybody as clients are navigating this process right what does the timing look like generally right how how much i mean is it completely dependent on how much data is coming over? Or is it dependent on the quality of the data, right? How well it, it has been put in there? What are some of the factors that impact the timeline as clients are looking to move off of a legacy system into a new one? Well, you've kind of hit it nail on the head. A lot of it is quality of the data, because that affects how people move forward. And the more work it is for me to adjust it, obviously, that takes a little bit more time. Then, of course, the, there's what you mentioned about the amount of data. So there are some systems like in Magic where it spits out the files in multiple different files. Where So people think, oh, I've just got one in Magic system. No, no, it's actually multiple different files. And those files are often so different from one another that you're having to analyze the data from all of them instead of just one. So, you know, what seems like a simple, straightforward thing isn't always... Um, even just a plain CSV, those sometimes, you know, have tons of issues because CSV is subject to Excel's rules and how it operates. And sometimes Excel decides to just change something because it thinks, oh, this should be date format, but it's actually just a set of numbers. Or those sets of numbers, it, it'll strip off zeros for you because that's the way that Excel works to display info. So you have all those different things that you can tend with. The biggest thing also with timelines is just engagement. You know, it, this is part of data integrity as well for, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in a few minutes. But if you're not engaged in the process, if you, if you don't give it the time that it needs, then it can also take a little bit longer too, just simply by virtue of you, you're not available. So Right. Time is a big factor as well. I think when we're having this discussion with clients, right, I, I've worked in software implementation for a long time. There's sometimes an element of maybe 
underestimating how much investment there is in kind of getting over the hump with this, right? How long is it going to take? Who's going to do the work? Mm -hmm. um, how much work is it actually going to take? And I really do think that the engagement with the client is a very important factor. Setting expectations and helping them to Absolutely. execute this as well. I know you can't decide the data for them, what's good and what's bad, what goes in. You can help have a conversation. Yeah. So I guess I'm curious too about like your, what's been most helpful for you, right? Is it a particular set of training? Is it just mm. an ex experience level that you've gotten to a point now that you're more comfortable having those conversations? Is it, is there a particular set of technical skills that you bring to the table to help with those conversations? Or is it much more soft skills oriented and being able to generate that buy-in? What's most important? I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. So obviously, when I first started, I didn't necessarily have the guidance for some of the, the items that I do now. And, you know, there are things, tried and true items now that I would never advise anymore that I would have initially. But those are initial decisions weren't necessarily wrong. They just, there are better ways now to do them now that I've fleshed things out a little bit more. But the soft skills are things like when we're designing a user portal, you know, I have experience in website design and so how and how user thinks, how they get through it. That also affects how I'm when I'm doing the data. Hey, look at this different piece of information. You know, this is how your user is going to search. This is how you want to help them get from A to B. And so I brought those pieces in. So I actually had that to start with. And if you just start thinking about things, you know, on a basic level, how you use it, how your users might use it, you start, it, it starts putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And then of course, you know, I've learned the software over many years now, and it has its own uh, bits and pieces. We've obviously advanced it as well. And so, you know, that helps to help me help them essentially. So the clients are going to bring data from a legacy system. And the the essence, I mean, there's more than just installation of a particular database and setting everything up and you making sure your settings are correct. A lot of that work exactly. is bringing over any data that's already in your system because you don't want to lose that. It's rare, I would say. Usually mm -hmm. someone says, no, we're just going to start over fresh. Um, yeah. <laughs> usually you've got a lot of baggage to bring with you. So yeah. what is the best way organizations can approach that process? to ensure their data integrity so that way they can smoothly roll this out for their users moving forward. The biggest thing that anybody can do is have, well, be engaged as we were talking about earlier, be present, be a part of the process. The other really helpful part is have somebody with you who knows the data. So what I mean by that is often we'll be uh, talking with a library manager as the initial part. And then sometimes they'll bring in their actual library tech who does the actual work of the system. So the library tech knows that there's a really specific reason that, you know, field A, B, and C got set this way, whereas the manager doesn't necessarily know. So if you have those people there and they're available to you, bring them into the process. That's so helpful. And it gives me the context that often I need. You know, we, we've talked, I've talked in the past with other people about the con context is king and contact is, is really important. It's even more important in your implementation, especially with data. I can see the raw data, but there's a reason that 
that things happened a certain way. And so it really just helps to have that story behind everything. The other thing is obviously checking your records. So it's part of engagement, of course. But it's funny how people will just check like one or two and say, oh, I'm good. But if you do just a few more checks, you often see those couple of one-off nuanced ones. And those are the important ones because your data looks different in the system versus an old system. And then I guess the last thing is, and this is again, an engagement thing, is really just discussion. Discussion, asking questions, you know, find, you know, making sure that your thoughts and fears are heard and that I take them into consideration. I always try to do that. And, you know, with my experience over the years, I can kind of anticipate what some of those things will be, but I still don't know. I'm not psychic. And so, you know, everybody's information helps to bring it across and really send it home, basically. No, it's true. It's true. And, you know, have a longstanding relationship with Sutron that goes back to my days as a client, right? Right. And something I was always very impressed by is Sutron's commitment to getting in and getting a real familiarity with the specific needs. And what you say there too, right? The fears and maybe a little bit of insecurity that comes with moving off of a legacy system that maybe as a client, maybe you were forced into it sometimes, right? Yeah. A leg, a very old legacy system, it's going away. You simply don't have a choice. You have to leave it. So now you're looking for something completely new and that means new relationships. And that's really the essence of it. I've been very impressed with Sutron as their commitment is generally as a consultancy to help libraries and organizations with information management that also has a very, very useful system in order to execute that. So it's always been about people first, and I really do appreciate that approach whenever um, organizations have that. And that's for me, that's like the best element for the whole process, right? The whole from from soup to nuts, right? From sales through, you know, longstanding relationships. Um, For what you do, right? What's the specific something that sets Sutron apart for your process, right? We've decided we're going to be a client, but we Mm -hmm. need to get from point A to point B. What is Sutron special for in doing that? Well, you've covered some of it. It a lot of it is that consultancy aspect. We really do care about what who you are, what you do. Every library, every archive, every system is different, and it doesn't matter what you're using it for. It doesn't matter what you're putting in the system. It matters to us. So, experience obviously goes a long way with being able to do this. I've I've got many years under my belt, lots of implementations at this point, but it's not just me who's involved in this. I've got a team behind me. I've got our training manager, I've got our technology manager, and then I also have the entire R&D team who is well-versed in this. You know, there's probably over a hundred years of experience between all of us. You know, we have librarians with us. We have a former, well, not, I guess technically he's still a uh, programmer, but a programmer who has actually worked on library systems. So he understands, you know, how different ones work, how best to make ours go forward. And then we have our, what's referred to as a UX designer. Really, it's just user experience. And that has to do with the portals and the actual getting your user from A to B. Um, You know, we have experience with 
um, myself, I worked with a website that had, you know, millions of users a, a month coming in. And so I've taken that experience and applied it here, like I said earlier, with, you know, how the user moves around the site, how you can make it better for them. And that's really important for the end of the day. It's one thing just to put a search box on a page and say, search your stuff. It's another thing to get your person from A to B at the end of the day. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I'm sure that we're going to be talking again very soon. And uh, if people want to reach out, if they're interested in talking more about the implementation side of software, anything having to do with Sutron, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? They can reach out to us at info at sutron.com or uh, go to the website sutron.com. And there are articles on there about implementations, as well as many other different things that resources that you can use. Excellent. Thank you so much, Tanya. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, John. This has been Vertical File by Sutron Global. If you enjoyed this show, please rate us five stars wherever you find your podcasts. Check us out online at www.sutron.com.